Alright guys, welcome back. Uh, quick update, I wanted to see if some of you guys got a chance to listen to uh, the Chris Cornell playlist that I posted. It's it's on Spotify. Uh, if those who do not have Spotify, I will probably list the top 10 songs for you to listen to uh whenever i get a chance I, i'm pretty sure i have it posted on my twitter if anything if you guys just want to look at it or whatnot um but yeah that's the only second thing that i won't be able to do like to have it all on on different platforms just on spotify but we'll see we'll see um today's episode of course i'm gonna be reviewing godzilla versus kong finally um so this one uh this movie I have been waiting for since last year and believe it was supposed to come out um what is it March 2020 if I'm not mistaken so um if anything uh what do you call it whenever when we have the whenever it was announced that it was getting pushed back I just remembered that it was gonna be like from March 2020 to um October and then November and then I think after November they just said indefinitely well so whenever they said that I like my heart broke because uh for me I watched uh the first Godzilla you know Skull Island and then of course uh Godzilla King of Monsters after King of Monsters if you guys stayed at the end credits you actually get like you know like that that hypeness of oh hey this is the next movie and we already knew uh from the MonsterVerse <clears throat> announcements and this was like years back that they were planning to make Godzilla and Kong clash between to see who is the greatest titan of them all. Um, so whenever it got pushed back, you know, I was kind of bummed about it. But then later on, it got announced finally. And I, I even re uh, reviewed the trailer uh, on one of these past episodes that, you know, it was going to come out, uh, you know, sooner, sooner rather than later. And yes, it already came out and it was all, it already came out in theaters and on HBO Max. So the good thing about that is that the moment I... I went to go watch it with me and my boyfriend. Um, as soon as it was over, I loved it to the point that I went home and rewatched it all over again. So, <clears throat> to actually think about how many times I have seen the movie, it would be probably like six, six times. Um, and this is a mixture of both, um, a mixture of both the uh, in movie theaters and on HBO Max. Uh, the hell, even at one point, I woke up like it, it was early in the morning and I was just like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna wake up, get up, and get ready for the day, or am I just gonna be in bed and watch Godzilla vs. Kong? Uh, let's watch it all over again, you know? And um, I, I've been wanting to do this review for so long. Uh, obviously, the movie came out uh, not too long ago, and of course, I'm recording this whole late. But, you know, it's finally here, so bear with me. If you guys have not seen it, what the hell are you waiting for? Um, I know for sure that it's going to come out. Uh, it's already out in digital if you guys just want to rent it or own it, I think. I think it's to own for right now. Um, but later on, like in June, uh, I, is, I don't even remember what date, but sometime in June, it's going to come out for the disc version, the version. And of course, I'm pretty sure people are going to be able to rent it and see it. Uh, me, on the other hand, I already pre-ordered the Steelbook collection available on Best Buy. That's how geeky I am. When it comes to like these good movies, does anybody else collect the the steelbook uh you know blu-ray 4k disc whatever because i do you know whenever i have my own place i know for sure i'm just gonna display all of those collectible steelbooks um but yes it's, it's gonna come out soon so you guys uh should watch it of course what i'm gonna try my best to do is try to like narrate the whole movie uh, you know, I'm gonna skip, of, of course, a few things, but then later on put my thoughts of what it came out with, uh, to make this episode, of course, long. <clears throat> So, of course, if you guys have not been able to see it, um, but if you guys have not also not seen the uh, God, the first Godzilla, King of Monsters, and uh, Skull Island, you guys need to watch that. <clears throat> and also, excuse my voice is, you know, starting to go away and whatnot. Um, but there will be, uh, there will be 
a lot of hints of what happened in the movies beforehand so that way you guys will understand what's happening on on this movie uh so obviously like i mentioned it this is basically the third establishment of godzilla but it is technically the sequel for kong uh skull island so this is taking back years after um I believe the the well not even it, it was like a year later two years later after the king of monsters movie and then keep in mind that when we saw skull island skull island took place in the 70s i believe or in the 80s i think i remember if i remember correctly um so remember kong was still a baby at that time and he was getting bigger and how i mentioned in the trailer review he is as big as he got compared to the old movie um so anywho so whenever we got to well the movie started of course uh it says technically oh okay never mind it was five years sorry five years after king king of monsters um you know godzilla obviously is technically considered um the king of all titans and so um afterwards we get a glimpse of what's happening with kong because again we don't know what's kong, what kong has been going through whenever the whole battle between godzilla and king Ghidorah was happening in the meantime uh, but we got a glimpse of kong you know roaming around skull island and uh you know he's having the best time of his life of course enjoying the peace and you know un uninterrupted enjoyment and we actually get to meet the little uh the little girl that we see on the trailer her name is uh, gia so um and gia comes out and you know she has her little uh version of kong made from uh wood or you know like twine that came from the trees in school island and i guess we get a glimpse of where we get basically the impression that gia is deaf because if you watch the movie you get to hear how like you hear all this noise and even at one point you even get to see some uh what do you call it some speakers where kong is running around and if you you know if you watch skull highland you're probably like where the fuck did these speakers come from because back in the days they didn't have speakers or you know whatever surround system whatever and so like we were just like okay well if that's the case technology has arrived on skull island but that means people are there you know you start thinking about that so then when um when it came to a point where kong is meeting gia in the movie uh the whole sound basically goes into silence and we get the impression that gia is deaf uh she doesn't hear kong she just sees obviously and you know she's holding the little monito how we like to say in spanish but the little doll version of kong and kong just you know sees the doll but then you know he gets bothered and um so he just decides to grab a tree you know trim it with his bare hand and then just throws it up in the sky and then when the tree branch ends up hitting the top of what we thought it was the sky it looks like the screen decided to glitch and it turns out that kong is in a dome controlled by monarch where um they monitor kong and his habit or his character however he is you know his behavior towards how you know being in skull island but you know as the camera zooms out we get to see that skull island is is in the middle of a storm and it from what we get what we learned throughout the movie is that there has been that storm in skull island for years now that actually wiped away gia's family and also known as the the quiet people or the nomads that that lived in skull island so gia is the last of her kind and you know um and i'm getting ahead of myself but i might as well go ahead and tell this right now before i probably skip a big minor detail um you know kong is obviously taking care of gia you know it's like if he felt like he's he's obligated to take care of her since uh her family is no longer there and not only that we also get to learn uh about the character uh eileen andrews who is part of monarch and she's also the one uh, making sure that she has communication with Gia and is trying to also study uh, Kong's behavior, of course. So, um, but we got to see that and uh, whatnot. And 
you know stuff like that so then afterwards we got to see the intro of the movie and the intro i swear to god it was amazing i loved it to every single detail it made it so like uh like it's a catastrophe kind of feeling like it's the end of the world because of you know kong and and godzilla um and obviously remember how i mentioned earlier in the movie uh, i did say that you know everything that we have seen in the first godzilla the second and skull island we get to see uh little clips of that in the intro and we got to see on King of Monsters that, you know, apparently Godzilla defeated Moodle, not only Moodle, but King Ghidorah, Rodan, um, and whatnot. And Kong has defeated the, uh, what do you call it? You call them the Skull Crawlers? Um, you know, he defeated those. So, you know, after that, we got to see the introduction of Godzilla versus Kong and then whatnot. And then the movie starts, of course. And when it started it sounded like it or it looked like we were in like in the middle of a commercial kind of thing but it was basically to uh promote the the company that is in the movie called uh cyber oh apex cybernetics sorry so apex cybernetics uh is in control of what do you call it technology and whatnot and then we got to see um you know the ceo of the company walter simmons you know he he is trying to make this technology better for the world and whatnot and within that company of apex uh there is an employee and i feel like i'm literally getting attacked (laughs) by it because there is an employee his name is bernie bernie hayes bernie i love the character but god damn it (laughs) Bernie's uh, Bernie's character has a podcast as well in the movie um, where it's all about Titan conspiracy and whatnot. And so he believes that Apex is creating something that is uh, either in danger for, you know, Godzilla and other Titans and whatnot. Like he has his suspicions and he put he puts it on the on the podcast. And I find it hilarious how like these little minor details of how he records his podcast because he's not like he's not all there but, but like uh uh the way how he was recording the podcast like he had a laptop on him and what and stuff like that and i remember that's that was me when i first started recording the podcast i would record it on a laptop when honestly i could just do it on a tablet or, or stuff um but he didn't have like a microphone like this one he had like uh, i think it was his headphones that he was recording it on but um so anywho he was posting all of that stuff and so he was like saying that he was gonna investigate uh in the building itself like he will come with some answers uh, uh with this whole theory that he has so when uh he goes in there he tries to make a little chit chat with one of the people with one of the people that is in control of the security cameras in a way and um so you know bernie started boring the guy or or you know creeping out the guy to a point that he was like you know what i'm gonna go to the restroom you know just don't touch anything and bernie's like all right so when he tries to do that then the alarm or you know the security alert started going off to where bernie thought that he got caught but really it was a titan attack by godzilla himself and i was like oh shit already we're getting the action right then and there um so anywho whenever that was happening uh bernie is trying to figure out what what was going on like whether whether he should get out of the facility and evacuate because everybody else was doing so or investigate on what's going on with this whole suspicions that he has so instead he goes and investigates he did bump into two security guards and he was like they were like what are you doing here you're not supposed to be here whatever and so um bernie was like oh like you know that's the last thing you should be asking me we need to leave whatever and then godzilla decides to attack kind of like in the corner of the uh, the area where bernie was at but he didn't get injured thank god um but we got to see this little machine that turned that looks like an eyeball and i was like i already know what that is 
like and if you guys have not listened to the whole trailer review i literally just spilled the beans right there <laughs> because my suspicions were at its highest and you know just seeing the eye in the in the in the clip or in the scene and it was making that little like el like uh electronic noise that it was blinking or god knows what um that little once i saw it i'm like i already know i already know it, it's like it's there's no hiding on it and i was still excited at the same time you know i'm not gonna say just yet until later on if you guys know of course y'all know but for those that do not keep on listening <laughs> so anywho godzilla destroyed uh what was the remains of that building of apex that was in florida actually i forgot to mention the location and um with that it rose a lot of talking whether okay one godzilla godzilla destroying this facility was it like him just going out of control or was this a motive like this there was a reason why godzilla was destroying just specifically that apex facility so there's two different scenarios going on when there whether it's a good thing or a bad thing and we like if you're good like if you watch the godzilla movies and you know know about godzilla's uh, thing he doesn't destroy it unless if he's like motivated or like uh what do you call it um in or in, not encouraged if he's like provoked there we go uh if he's not but he doesn't attack a facility or something unless if he's provoked and there's a reason why so anywho uh while that's happening um because of that uh we're they're doing they're doing all that mess on that side and so because of that since the the apex facility got destroyed the ceo walter simmons decides to find someone to to see what they can do uh to destroy i guess or destroy godzilla but not really you know in a way that they just gotta pr protect themselves like as a human protect themselves from titan uh from a titan attack so in this case they're using godzilla's motive or incident that he did with the facility and so he decides to re uh, recruit uh, the guy nathan nathan lynn so nathan the reason why they come to him is because nathan Nathan, Nathan, however you want to say it, um, he is, uh, he's a scientist, I think, I forgot, but he is studying, uh, what it is about the hollow earth, and trust me when I say this, to, like, in real life, like, uh, move away from the movie, kind of, in a bit, I believe there is a hollow earth somewhere out there, deep in the ocean, which I don't want to know about, which scares the shit out of me, my anxiety is going off through the roof, just, even thinking about it but i do believe there might be a hollow earth somewhere out there and the theories are just out uh is, is there's so many theories uh like hell i even see i've seen it in aquaman even at one point too like in the movie where you know uh aquaman's mom uh at atlanta she was like banished to this hollow earth and she just stayed there for for a few years until aquaman rescued her so like stuff like that you know so anywho back to the whole thing <clears throat> so nathan was like uh well sorry uh walter simmons was like telling him like oh okay well you know if you do go to the hollow earth this is what we believe is is in there and in there we got to meet ren Zarasawa and sweet jesus the man looks attractive like you have no idea <laughs> um and also the name ren wow um, so anywho, uh, so Renza Rizal was explaining, uh, Nathan about what there might be this kind of, like, energy that no one has ever seen and they believe that this energy could help them uh you know provide uh the weapons necessary to protect themselves from another a titan attack you know uh in case if godzilla ever does decide to go berserk so anywho nathan decides oh, okay well if i want to like if we're gonna do this um you know there is some issues going on because his brother you know nathan's brother ha has had investigated on this whole hollow earth thing but you know him and his crew did not survive uh the whole mission so you know his um you know his brother passed away because of that so uh simmons was like making sure that hey well you know when we do go like if you guys do go in there and he shows them how there is this 
car looking machine ship it's a car ship machine literally that will help them balance go into the hollow earth because once you go in there there is the gravity balance is out of nowhere because basically they believe like the cores the earth's core is the hollow earth who knows but because it is the center of the earth that whole uh, gravity is gonna have you go up and down nowhere until there is a balance so simmons explains that you know those ships will maintain its balance for him to just navigate through the hollow earth uh without any um casualties uh so anywho so nathan was like okay well if we do this i need some help uh you know not with the human but you know with the help of kong which and in order for him to get through kong you know he he is actually friends with uh eileen so eileen uh you know she they call her the kong whisperer on the on the little magazine that nathan shows and then we go back to that whole um that whole area uh to where kong was at so when after that happens you know we got to see how uh gia is in her little what they well it looks like her bedroom bedroom in the whole monarch facility and we see pictures of her with eileen like it looks like they're like bffs or something you know whatever and so um i believe now they got word that you know nathan was coming and gia disagrees that kong was like kong should not be moved from his home like this is like that skull island is his home but even though he is in a dome and throughout this whole thing uh gia is actually conversating in sign language and then which we also see eileen talking to her back in sign language as well and it's pretty cool and i think in real life she is actually uh gia the care uh the actress that plays gia is actually deaf so even better you know we love seeing that um so anywho nathan comes and you know they they meet with with eileen and, and whatnot and so um eileen has her doubts and they they know where the facility is at and they're trying to find ways to how to you know how to get to that to that area uh from you know from school island but eileen has the most concerns with two with two things one um you know they have to avoid paths on crossing godzilla's uh what do you call it areas of him knowing because remember even even with pro when godzilla gets provoked just the presence of a titan provokes godzilla to just attack because you know godzilla feels like he is the dominant one and any other titan is probably a danger so um that's one concern and two you know whenever they do get to the area will kong enter to to where he needs to go in order to get to the hollow earth like will he do it voluntarily or will they have to do something like to attack who knows so anywho and she struggled she became a little bit hesitant until eventually she decided to agree on it and then boom we're already in the whole uh what do you call it kong traveling through the ship that we saw on the trailer and of course kong got tranquilized so he can you know move into the ship i don't know how they managed to pick him up but still so when that happens uh you know they're 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 on their way to that we also got to see um on the other end like uh, of monarch where we get to see madison of course from the last godzilla movie um and so there she's she's also listening to the podcast that bernie was publishing so that's this is a whole different you know uh the scenario remember that godzilla had created two two versions of this whether he was in the wrong or was he in the right so in the wrong that's what's happening with kong in the right it's happening with with madison and her dad and you know uh her friend and bernie so you know um madison or maddie however you want to call her she is uh you know trying to you know investigate on what happened with what provoked godzilla to attack and she believes that apex is also building something that is provoking godzilla to do these attacks to um that is basically hinting on that the human race is probably being more dangerous than a titan themselves so um in order for them to investigate she asked her friend josh uh to you know to see to borrow the uh 
Josh's brother's van and then go find Bernie himself. And she had an idea. So, like, she has, well, clues of how to find Bernie and which happens to be in somewhere in, like, in a Chinatown area. And when they get there and they talk to this Asian man and the Asian man told them, oh, well, either you buy something or give me 10 bucks and, you know, I'll let you know where, where Bernie's at. So, um, they found Bernie's place and Bernie had no interest in talking to them until um, Madison let her know, like, let him know who she was. And then, you know, Bernie knows everything about Monarch. So the first thing that, you know, he mentioned is like, oh, you're Emma Russell's daughter, which she may rest in peace, you know, if y'all have not seen the last movie. Um, so anywho, so they go out and um they go out to eat and whatnot and same thing madison tells bernie i know there is something going on there like i don't think that godzilla attacked just to attack you know and so bernie's like i have i'm like i'm getting i'm in the same agreement with you so anywho um so they go into the facility as well um they well i think i'm getting ahead of myself with the whole thing that's happening but like um well actually no let me let me tell that side and then we'll go back to kong but like um so they go to the to the facility where godzilla destroyed the the apex facility in in florida so they go over there to investigate and um and what do you call it bernie does tell madison that there there is uh like a sub level i think it was 22 i forgot or some i forgot what sub level it was it was all it was so many sub levels at the uh that they had to go to um to go to to the bottom of the of the area and then uh when they get there they find out that even though the very top remains of apex is blown to hell the very bottom of it's still functional and they created this uh rapid speed travel to go from florida all the way to hong kong and hong kong is where they have the so-called device of what is provoking uh godzilla so um the eye is one thing but the whole thing is on the other side of the of the world and they literally managed to get into one of those ships by accident because they didn't want to get caught and in those ships there were skull crawlers in there as well i don't know how they managed to get that because i watched the movie so many times and i do not see any resemblance of a skull crawler in those little eggs that they call um so when they go in there they're literally traveling from one side to another so while they're traveling let's go back to kong and i just realized i've been rambling for 27 minutes so let me just pause this video really quick put in the sponsorship and then let's go back to kong in that ship of what happens to be a little glimpse of what we saw on the trailer so i'll be right back okay so we already heard uh well i already told you about what's happening with madison her friend josh and bernie uh we're coming back to what's happening with kong eileen gia and nathan so um so while they're traveling with ship and you know by the ship and they're getting from you know from skull island uh to where they need to go and i think it was an antarctic in antarctica that they needed to go to uh to get to the hollow earth um right before the whole battle scene that kong is going through uh with godzilla we actually got to see a little bit sentimental moment that i actually cried in <laughs> in the movie where um where it's raining it's thundering and you know kong woke up and everything and he's he's yanking on the on the chains that he's obviously chained up on and you know gia gets out like she goes out there and again remember she's deaf she doesn't hear uh kong screaming or yelling but she goes over there and uh she's looking up at kong and um so she goes over there and she's like you know pointing at him and this is something that we've seen on the trailer where she's reaching out and pointing at kong and kong is reaches down to point at her and we get to see the big size difference between kong and a human being and so um 
And so Eileen comes out worried that, you know, maybe Gia's, uh might get hurt and whatnot. And she tells her, you know, in sign language, like, what are you doing? It's not safe here. And she, Gia, you know, sign language is back and tells Eileen, like, you know, uh, Kong's scared, you know, he's sad. Um, and so Eileen is, like, trying to tell tell Gia's like oh well he like he just doesn't understand and whatnot so Gia tells Eileen like Kong doesn't believe that and so um then we got to see the camera turn and what looks like Kong sign languaging back to them saying home and I cried I'm like oh it's like poor Kong he's sad he wants to go home you know and and Eileen like she was freaking out like she like she was in massive shock like you know because he talked back and even then like even though that that's happening between them in the background Nathan and uh, Maya, I forgot to mention uh, Maya's is Walter Simmons's daughter who comes in and, you know, says, oh, well, I'm here to babysit. You don't have to worry. Just do your job and whatnot. You know, Maya's over there like, oh, did the monkey just talk to her? Like, it just spoke whatever. And it was sad. But then, you know, we move on to the next day in which... We finally got to see the biggest battle yet. So, of course, uh, remember, Gia does not, does not, she can't hear, but she can feel. Also, a uh, little side note, if you guys hear noises in the background again, it's raining. Or oh, it's been raining in, in Texas for quite some time. So, sorry about that if you hear raindrops. Um, but anywho, um, so Gia does not, she can't hear, but she can feel. So, like when they're already still going like the path is still you know making sure that it's going smooth and stuff um you know even eileen tells the people in the ship like you know make sure that you avoid any paths that could come in contact with godzilla because at the end of the day you know kong bows to no one so like hey, there will be a massive attack that they might think that they might not even survive so i don't know how they meant like they didn't cross anything but godzilla still felt that there was a presence of another titan and gia felt that by just touching the the wall of the ship that they were in and she can just feel godzilla's roar so when she goes to look for eileen you know after that godzilla started attacking and you know everybody is going up on the main deck to make sure that you know they they hold on to dear life and so um Eileen makes, uh, you know, she grabs Gia and they lock themselves into this door that's by the ship just to be safe. And then next thing you know, Godzilla just flips the ship that Kong was in. And um, and that in that same ship, that's where everybody else was at. So then, because of that, they didn't unchain him just yet. And so Nathan, once the ship was flipped, Nathan swam towards the towards the where the disengaged uh, thingy majaver is at. So when he finally does, like pulls the lever, uh, Kong gets released, and then we get to see the gnarly fight that we see. Um, the ships and the ship ends up twirling back over you know everybody's wet and stuff and kong was smart enough to actually move the fight away from that ship and you know put it somewhere else and it was pretty cool because kong did jump from one ship to another and the moment that you know he landed there were other people that were getting into the the jets and get out there to help you know kong beat the crap out of a godzilla so if anything kong, uh, godzilla is the bad guy in this movie not kong godzilla um so but then again there are other reasons why it just it's a mixed thing so anywho um so what that's happening you know of course we got to see from what we saw in the trailer where you know the first punch that is thrown is by kong when he punches godzilla into the face and then afterwards you know it's it's a gnarly attack and honestly i saw it like you know godzilla kind of did have the advantage there because it was in the middle of the sea and kong is not really good in the water <laughs> it's just like any other human you know because godzilla can breathe underwater and whatnot 
So, like, um, you know, the fight's going on, and I love the fact that, you know, there were so many punches. There was no dialogue and whatsoever, you know, um, until later on when we got to see how Godzilla was almost beating the crap out of Kong to a point that Kong was almost going to die. Uh, and it was all up until later on, um, Godzilla grabbed Kong and started dragging him down underwater to a point that Kong couldn't breathe. And Eileen was like, do we have anything, like any anything that will help him, like get him out there, like, you know, and, and help him out of the water so he can breathe. So they throw some bogeys out there. And, you know, to where they, it, it's like a little bomb that throws the water up. And I guess it gives, <clears throat> excuse me, it gives Kong uh, some some air to breathe. So, when that happened, uh, Godzilla did let go. And Kong managed to get out go, and then make it out of the water and start, you know, gasping for air. Uh, to which later on he he got on top of that ship, laid down, and you know even though there's so many ships like blown away to pieces and, and stuff, Godzilla was still ready to attack, and so Eileen was like to turn all the ships down, like we we gotta make sure that he like to make it seem like Godzilla won. There's no need to attack. So the guy that was in charge, like the Navy or the military soldier, whatever, he was like, all right, turn turn everything off. And when everything was off, Godzilla's like, bye. <laughs> you know, and so he turned around. Also, side note on this whole movie thing, Godzilla was standing in the middle of the ocean. How is that even possible? Just want to point that out. Then again, at the end of the day, it's a movie. Movies don't make sense sometimes when it comes to physical things so i guess i mean come on fast and furious is gonna have that but we'll see anywho so when that's happening afterwards um now they're trying to figure out like eileen and nathan are both trying to figure out how in the hell are they gonna get out of that area without crossing paths with godzilla again because if that happens that's it they're done for um so nathan comes with the idea and asked Eileen, how is Kong with heights? So um, then we get the idea that, you know, Kong is going to have to travel by air. But, you know, we'll, we'll leave that for later. <laughs> so let's get back to Madison, Josh, and Bernie. So the reason why I say this is because now, um, you know, while they're traveling through air, we get to see what's happening in Hong Kong with the other group. And when uh, they literally reach from, from Pensacola, like Madison, Josh, and Bernie, they reach from Pensacola to Hong Kong in a matter of, like, not even 30 minutes. That's how fast those little things are. And then even my boyfriend mentioned something about that they are inventing that kind of technology where you can travel underground and make it to one side of the world to another in less than, like, a few minutes instead of flying and whatnot. That is a uh, that's a new level of anxiety for me. I don't know what's gonna scare me even more, uh, traveling underground or traveling through air. Who knows? Um, so anywho, <clears throat> when they reach the facility, they get out of the little ships that they were traveling in, and then they're trying to figure out what is out there that they can, you know, find uh, and investigate. The whole time they're doing that, Bernie has his flip. Bernie has a flip phone. Bernie has a flip phone. I, I don't know how many times I will say that. Bernie has a flip phone. He has a flip phone and he's taking pictures of the whole thing. It is so hilarious. But uh anywho, so when he when he when they're over there investigating, they go up into this area and it's like pitch black. It's it's a big ass area. And it's scary, right? And then Bernie decides to break the ice and just scream like boo, you know. It scares even me at whenever I was at the theaters and, you know, they're, everybody's laughing and whatnot. So then um, we got to see uh, Walter Simmons. Like, Walter and, and Renzo Rizawa, they're both in Hong Kong. And it looks like they're, they're testing something. And again, it stopped raining. Sweet Jesus is so fucking loud. Like, I'm trying to get into the intense moment right now. I'm so sorry. Um, so, anywho... Uh, so 
whenever they're doing this whole test, uh, Walter says, all right, let's do this again. Like, uh, release, uh, lock, whatever. I forgot what number it was. And we see on the background, Renza Rizawa is putting on this helmet that is just... The whole the whole, whole freaking uh, facility is, like, purple, I swear. And even with his helmet, all you see is, like, purple lights. And it looks like it's just thinking. And then we got to see uh, in the background as well. Uh, uh, like a, a a a picture of Godzilla, and but it's not Godzilla. It's, it's like y'all know what the fuck it is, but give me a second. So anywho, Renzerzawa puts in that that helmet, and then it says, "All right, uh, you know, systems online and whatnot." And then we got to see the release of this giant, enormous Mecha Godzilla, and I was I, I honestly now that I have you guys right here, I fucking told y'all. I told y'all that that was going to be Mechagodzilla. And yes, we got Mechagodzilla. And it was beautiful, the introduction. Like, they put in the most dramatic, omnious song that you can think of to uh, announce its greatness. And the roar, the mechanical roar was just everything for me. Yes, I loved it, but I am not a fan of the pop figure that they released. I didn't even buy it for Pete's sake. So right now, I'm, I'm surprised it sold out or something. I don't know how. It doesn't even look like God, the Mecha Godzilla that I saw in the movie. So, anywho, uh, so while that was happening, they were they released whatever paddock uh, number that were released and unleashes a skull crawler, and the skull crawler sees Madison, Josh, and Bernie. Told so they're running away from their lives, trying not to get caught. And because Mechagodzilla is so big, obviously Ren is the one that's controlling Mechagodzilla. Uh, he doesn't see those people, but he he catches a skull crawler and rips it in half with the with the power that it has. But then, after that happened, Mechagodzilla shuts down because he does not. The machine does not have enough power to operate on its own. Uh, and when it does operate, obviously it does lose enough power. So that's why, uh, you know, Ren, when when he sees that, he gets disappointed. And Walter tells Ren, don't worry, you know, um, with with this whole mission and, you know, with the help of my daughter, we'll have the enough energy that we need in the Hollow Earth. And that way, Mechagodzilla will be able to function on its own. And after that, once we see that, uh, you know, the camera zooms into Mechagodzilla's eye, which is doing that little blinking noise again. And I'm like, so Jesus, this is crazy. It's amazing. I fucking loved it. All right. So that, enough about that. Uh, let's go back to Antarctica. So obviously, um, Kong is already landing in Antarctica. And like he gets woken up by, you know, the, uh, the helicopters releasing the ropes that was carrying uh, Kong and they I don't even know how many I think it was like five six seven helicopters that it took to pick up the the, the freaking ape so anywho um so they get there and um Kong is just like confused like because he I'm pretty sure he has never seen snow ever in his whole life so when they get there um you know Eileen Gia Nathan everybody's there you know Gia tries to tell Kong to go into this little hole that basically leads to the hollow earth but Kong doesn't want to willingly. And so Eileen was like, I told you. He's like, he's not going to go there. You know, what's going to make him go in there? And Nathan's like, why don't you tell him that, you know, um, you know, there's something waiting for him there. Like uh, relatives or family, whatnot. So then Gia says to Kong, like, you know, go in there. You know, your family might be there. So then Kong was like, say less, so let's go in. And so he ran towards the the little area and, you know, he's running and running. And, and next thing you know, he, uh, everybody gets into those little car, plane, ships, whatever you want to call them. Um, and they're, they're in there following Kong. And when Kong slips and falls into the hollow earth, they go in there. Sweet Jesus, my anxiety went in like went up through the roof just seeing of what it looks like what they were going through like it was basically lightning speed they were speeding through 
a whole different dimension into that hollow earth and all you see is like lights flashing and you know the distorted distortion voices of them screaming and i was just like i can't even see this This is too much for me um but anywho they made it into the hollow earth and then afterwards like you just see kong like just you know floating down little by little and same thing with the ships and then we got to see that unbalanced gravity inside the hollow earth where the ship is starting to go up and down and up and down and like they're it's they're losing so much movement so then afterwards they gained control of the ship and they started managing like driving that whole thing to where it was like to where you know kong is at so now kong is like oh hey let's go you know let's go somewhere let's run around and we got to see what we saw in the trailer the freaking thing the clips that we saw in the trailer was actually the hollow earth so that explains that <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me so anywho uh so while they're traveling uh one of the ships ended up getting destroyed by this giant ship lizard whatever you want not ship lizards the flying lizard kind of thing literally looks like if Ghidorah had cousins that would have been it except it was a single head instead so anywho Kong decides to destroy that thing and you know afterwards move on and uh it looked like he knew where he was going so he went to uh one of the uh top of the mountains kind of in a way where it just looks like one mountain is touching the the top mountain uh, <clears throat> so think of it as of a spear so like once he gets to one side of the mountain he can just literally jump and then the gravity is gonna reverse it back you know to the other side of the earth in a way so then when they get uh when he when he did that now everybody is going uh into this rock castle kind of in a way you know and kong's like running really really fast to a point that eileen is like oh he he's been here before he knows where he's going you know so they got to the door and you get you see a handprint that literally matches kong's handprint and he pushes it and he goes in there and we actually got to see the the axe that he grabs that has from what it looks like it's from the back of Godzilla's uh, spine um, so he grabs that and you know he sits down in the throne so um, whenever that is happening then we get a glimpse of Godzilla <clears throat> so we have forgot to mention Godzilla once Godzilla uh, actually no once Mecha Godzilla had that flashing blinking eye kind of thing um that that was sending a signal like i guess in a way like you can sense it if it was a roar in a way from a from a titan that gave godzilla a hint that there is something bad happening so he quickly went from where you know he attacked the ship and he quickly swam to hong kong trying to find out what's going on with that signal um so everybody in monarch already knew like uh already knew what was happening with godzilla so they started following him is like why is that why is he going to hong kong you know of all places then they're like who cares let's go follow him you know and part of monarch was obviously madison's dad we actually got to see him too from the last movie from the last godzilla movie so um <clears throat> so when when godzilla got to hong kong um you know he's trying to look for you know where is the signal and and everybody's evacuating uh you know citizens and, and stuff so whenever he got there i guess he had that little also like i guess an idea that there was somebody into the hollow earth so he got and once he stood into one specific area he uh, started like uh, using his atomic breath and started going all the way into the ground. <clears throat> so uh, when Kong was sitting down, uh, you know, while you know while while Godzilla's over there throwing his atomic breath, it's gonna take a while for it to get there. Uh, Kong and everybody else inside the Hollow Earth are trying to figure out where is this energy that Ren was talking about. And Kong is looking at, you know, on the floor and it looks like where there is an area designated where they can lay down the, um, 
the axe that he got and then after that it initially like it activated the energy source and it had the shape of godzilla but as a little dragon kind of like a slim dragon the ones that you see like in mulan and whatnot so after that you know it activated it and maya took out a drone that took out that that same energy source and Eileen was like you can't do that like you we don't even know what it is and whatever and Maya's like you know uh who cares it's like you know my dad gets what he wants and I'm like oh my god look at you so anywho after that they did the biggest mistake uh what do you call it by pointing the their guns towards Eileen Gia and Nathan and um and because of that um you know kong got pretty pissed afterwards and he started like screaming and yelling at well roaring to to uh maya and everybody else so maya's like you know forget the drone like the signals being sent to you know uh her dad and and ren so like that little signal is basically giving a replica of the energy source and walter simmons was like we don't need to study it just put it on the mecca right now because they already know that godzilla is there might as well activate the mecca and ren was like but we don't know what's like what is in there too like and freaking walter simmons is like get into the damn uh get into the damn chair whatever um and so he gets in there and he sets down he's about to activate mecca godzilla but that's like i'm getting ahead of myself still um so oh shit i skipped another portia but it, uh, really quick let me let me do this really quick uh so back to kong uh so maya's leaving the whole ship and you know they're leaving uh you know eileen g and nathan behind but there was still another ship back there but the energy source that you know that that activated it, uh, Godzilla got his atomic breath to you know go through the hollow earth, and because of that, a lot of things were getting destroyed, and it awoke some of these flying creatures that were in the cave that looked very hideous, and so um so afterwards uh, they were attacking Kong, they were attacking a few things, and then uh, Kong sees. Uh, the hold that Godzilla made and he I don't know how it this is like miles down to the core and God I mean sorry and Kong and Godzilla managed to look at each other roaring at each other and then Kong's like you know what fuck this let me go over there he did destroy Maya's ship so Maya ended up dying right then and there um so anywho uh I forgot to skip this other portion or sorry I skipped this other portion where Madison, Bernie, and Josh, after, you know, they got exposed to the skull crawlers and, you know, they saw Mecha Godzilla, they were still trying to get out of there. Uh, they were trying to leave and contact Monarch of what's happening. Madison decided to take another looky look and she found where Ren Zerizawa was sitting. And if y'all have not seen the end credits of King of Monsters, um, there we see uh, where Jonah bought the the skull of Ghidorah. And that same skull of Ghidorah is actually being used as the chair to control Mecha Godzilla. So that's why Godzilla is being provoked because he feels that Ghidorah is actually alive. Uh, so so that's what's happening. Uh, so anywho, they get caught, Madison, Bernie, and Josh. They get caught, and um, and so they get they go to Walter Simmons, and Walter Simmons didn't know who Bernie was, but he knew who Madison was, thanks to his uh, thanks thanks to her mom, sorry Emma, and you know Madison's like, oh, so you're the reason why you know this was all happening, and Walter's like, yeah, you know, it's like because men rule the world not titans men so um sorry so while that was happening too um they actually put the sample the energy sample on the on the mecca and ren was ready to go but when they put the energy source it activated it to to where not only Mecha Mecha Godzilla can work on his own, but without the autopilot of Renzo Rizzaro. So what happened is that it disconnected 
from from Ren Zerizawa, but it also caused like a massive electric shock that you know caused to Ren to pass away. Sadly, may he rest in peace. And so afterwards, Mecha Godzilla was acting on his own, and in a way, I would say, or some of us will probably say that Ghidorah took over Mecha Godzilla, and the only thing that it wanted to do is destroy. So. It destroyed part of the facility of Apex. And then, uh, what do you call it? It actually killed Walter Simmons. Oh, yeah, may Well, yeah, he can rot in hell for all I care. Um, so, anywho. But Madison, Bernie, and Josh, they still survive. And they just see Mechagodzilla get out of the whole thing. So, now... Kong came out. This is... Oh, shit. I got way too ahead of myself again. Before all of that... Uh, Kong and Godzilla were going fighting back and forth once the whole the whole thing the whole night of you know the attacks and whatnot. This is where we saw in the trailer that looked like a little bit like a like a electronic kind of feel where we see the buildings in Hong Kong like so pretty and whatnot. Um, of course, we got to see Kong hurt himself. Well, not hurt himself, but he got injured through this whole punches that that Godzilla gave him. And so, you know, Kong was like slowly dying in a way. And Eileen, Nathan, they, and and Gia, they made it out of the Hollow Earth. And so uh, Gia uh, is crying because, you know, she tells Eileen, like, Kong's dying. Like, his heartbeat is slowing down. We need to find ways to revive him. Because while, what's, while you know, the fight was over, Godzilla has another opponent to go against. And that's Mechagodzilla right there. So, um, what do you call it? So Nathan gets into that car ship, tries to activate Kong's heart. And Kong is like, all right, let me help Godzilla because... The whole massive attack that was going between Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla, it was intense. Even the part where they were running towards each other, shit, that was awesome. Freaking Mecha Godzilla comes out and takes out his weapons and rockets and start uh, lashing at it through Godzilla, you know. So then Kong was like, "Ooh, let me go fight Godzilla." But G is trying to tell Kong, "Hey." You know, Godzilla's not the enemy. It's Mecha. And Kong's like, man, you know, whatever. All right, let's do this. So now it was it was basically Kong Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. So, you know, two out of two of two two against one. There we go. Um and shit was intense, you know. Even though Godzilla beat the crap out of Kong, Kong was like, Alright, you you know, I, I respect you right there, but let me go ahead and beat the crap out of this person, which he managed to do it, uh, you know, by uh, when Godzilla activated that axe that Kong had, you know, um, it, it, you know, activated the, the axe and then he man Kong manages to slash the head of the mecha and afterwards he yanked the head out and, you know, disactivated it. So then afterwards... You know, everybody was tired. Kong, you know, Godzilla. So everybody was like, all right, we're plotting. This is over and whatnot. Um, but then afterwards, uh, Godzilla gets up and starts roaring at Kong. And Kong is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, I am not fighting you. So what he does is he throws his axe on the floor, basically saying, I'm not fighting you. This is done. We don't need a fight. And Godzilla's like, Okay, alright, so he leaves to the ocean, and I don't know what happened to Kong, I forgot. Oh, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, when we see Godzilla uh, leave, obviously, oh shit, okay, let me, let me pause this, sorry. Been rambling for 29 minutes, hang on, give me a second. Sorry, I just realized that it cuts off at 30 minutes and then after that I'm rambling to myself. But anywho, as we see Godzilla leaving the shore, we got to see one of my one of the songs that I kind of really liked. Um, you know, uh, we got to see what looks like uh, the aftermath. Well, not the aftermath, but like what's going to happen afterwards since Godzilla decided to fend for the ocean. We got to find Kong a new home. And guess what? It's the hollow earth. And everybody, like, Monarch and everybody actually got to settle down there. And, um, you know, we see Nathan, uh, walkie-talkie. Everybody is like, all right, everybody beware. Like, 
clear the room. Uh, he's going out for his morning walk. And then we got to see Kong just land the uh, on the floor. And then, of course, the, the, the letters we got to see. Hollow Earth, uh, new research outpost for Monarch. And... And uh, the song was really cute. I liked it. I even cried a little bit at the end. But, you know, we got to see Kong look at Gia. And Gia's just smiling at Kong. And Kong was, like, telling Gia in sign language, like, home, you know. And he's just roaming around the hollow earth. And then that's how the movie ends. It's so sad. <laughs> well, it's, well, I mean, it's not sad. But it's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, I skipped a bunch of shit. I know I did. Uh, especially when it came to the scenes. Like what was going on one side and another. And I did put my side comments on. Um, but one thing I wanted to point out. Is that there were no end credits in the movie. Uh, and the reason to this, this is the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about uh, for a minute, is that um, there is no talks on on another movie for the MonsterVerse. Only because of what has been, like, basically the reception of the previous movies. But then again, I want to say it is not because of the first Godzilla or or a uh, skull island it was mostly because of king of monsters king of monsters was probably the only movie that did really bad and so i guess either legendary or warner brothers are probably like well it did so bad i'm pretty sure uh godzilla versus kong is not gonna happen uh you know after godzilla versus kong like that's it that's a wrap for the monster verse how they want to call it um even though because of the when it was announced that there was not there's probably not going to be another movie following up on it People on Twitter, I swear, I even saw it, I even interacted on it, how, like, everybody was like, continue the MonsterVerse. It, this movie was so good. For me, on my point of view, it was really good. I enjoyed it to every little uh, minute of it, you know, to a point that I watched it like six times in a row. And I still couldn't memorize which scene was which. Um, but still, it was so good. And obviously, I remember how, I, like, when they first announced, like, what they had plans for the for these movies. I want to see what happens. I want to see more Titans. Like, we still have more other, uh, we have more other Titans that we have not seen in these movies. That we still need to see in future movies. Rem uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in my previous episodes. But, like, I remember when, when they first announced the, the MonsterVerse universe um they were gonna make uh they were gonna make a individual movie for rodan and mothra but they were also there was another one i don't know if this was real about gamera if they were gonna do their gamera however you want to call it but like think of it like basically um how they had it for the avengers like where you know the avengers movie like endgame how they had it part one and two uh, well, Infinity War and Endgame, they had a two-part ending. They kind of had the same thing uh, planned for the MonsterVerse. Where the movie Destroy All Monsters was going to be the conclusion of this universe. And some of the fans put on Twitter where they want to see Titans like Destroyer. I don't know about Space Godzilla. Um, I know for sure that uh, Destroyer was one for uh, for sure. But if in order for Destroyer to show up, they would have to actually do like uh, Godzilla's son, I guess. Like Godzilla Jr. would have to be there. Because remember, uh, Destroyer, I think he killed Godzilla's son. I don't even remember. But we also want to see like uh, Gigan or Gigan, however you want to call it. Uh, Biollante maybe, who knows uh angry is uh or Hedora, however you want there's like so many other times that we still need to see i think right now for sure i remember it was destroya and gigan or gigan that were the most uh requested for from twitter that they wanted to see in the monsterverse universe um so because of that, I'm praying and hoping that they do actually make another movie. And I think I even interacted with another tweet a while back that they just said that they want to call... They want to do a sequel or like a... Well, I guess it's a trequel or however you want to call it. Then the third establishment, establishment of the movie, Kong. But they just wanted to call it Kong something. I forgot what. 
And um, I even interacted on it. And I'm like, but whatever happened with uh, King Kong? Because that was supposed to be the third movie from last time I remember from when they first announced it. Um, You know, or unless if there was some title uh, disagreements. Because we do have another. uh, We do have a King Kong movie that starred uh, Michelle Williams and uh, Jack Black. So there's that. Which, by the way, that was one of my favorites too. Um, But who knows? We'll see. My thing is that I need the MonsterVerse to continue. There is a reason why I I grew up watching these movies, and you know I I I enjoyed loving going to the movies, especially when this movie came out. Um, and also, like <laughs> I needed to put a side note too, I I have almost all the pop figures that came out. For some reason, I still have not gotten my 10-inch Godzilla pop figure. By the way, GameStop, if you're listening, what the fuck, man? It's it's Come on. I have my Kong 10-inch, but where the hell is my Godzilla 10-inch? Um, I didn't get Mecha Godzilla pop figure because, again, it looks weird in a pop figure version compared to how it looked like in the movie. In the movie, it looked pretty dope. Um, but I also do have the original, the like the first ever Kong and Godzilla pop figures that came out years ago. I actually have them next to each other. It's pretty cool. Um, cause ever since they announced that it was, uh, that Godzilla vs. Kong was happening, it's been like that for years now. So I've been waiting for this movie for quite some time. But, um, overall, my rating on this movie, literally 10 out of 10. I enjoyed this movie. I loved it to every, every minute of it. And if I could watch it again, I could. But it's no longer (laughs) on HBO Max. I think April 30th was the last day. Um, but again, I did mention right now, you, uh, I would probably buy it on digital, but I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait for the DVD version because it comes with a digital copy anyways. So, um, I got to wait until later in June to get the move, uh, to get the disc. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think that we'll have to wrap up my, <laughs> my review for the, for the Kong movie, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I do have other movie reviews coming up. I need a review. Uh, Army of the Dead. Spiral. And A Quiet Place. Quiet Place uh, Part 2 is actually coming up uh, all for that movie as well. So that's one I needed a review. Uh, so there's more re- movie reviews coming up. Um, I also did mention earlier on this episode how like I did publish an episode. But it's mostly on just Spotify for the uh, top 10 songs that I wanted to review for the Soundgarden. Um, the Soundgarden. Sorry, not Soundgarden. Sorry, the Chris Cornell's. Um, Chris Cornell's is a uh, top 10 mm, songs that I decided to do on my end. So, like, I wanted to go ahead and and just mention songs that I wanted to do. The only reason why I did this is because of is the in memory of Chris Cornell's um death or like the anniversary of his death so i just wanted to go ahead and just write it down so um the songs were number one they're they're in no um no ranking or whatever there's just it's just 10 songs overall but there there's no preference so if you guys ever want to listen to it these are the songs so one is black hole sun number two is live to rise oh i gotta mention the, the first two are by soundgarden uh, number three, Like a Stone by Audio Slave. Number, f- uh, four, wait, one, two, three, four is Show Me How to Live by Audio Slave. Number five is Spoon Man by Soundgarden. Number six is Patience by Chris Cornell. Number seven is Cochise or Cochise, however you want to say. It. I cannot pronounce that song, and I even mentioned that in that episode. Uh, by Audio Slave. Number eight is Fell on Black Days by Soundgarden. Number nine is Shadow on the Sun by Audio Slave. And the last last one is Thank You, which is a cover, I think, by uh, Led Zeppelin or Leonard Skinner. I forgot. Uh, by Chris Cornell, but it's a cover. And so you guys ever want to listen to those, go for it. If you have a Spotify, even listen to that as well. Um, I am making another one for sure for another different artist. Uh, I'm not going to say it. It will come out uh, later on. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I, ta- I rambled a lot about the MonsterVerse universe so hopefully uh you guys do get a chance to watch this movie so 
Thank you for listening, and I will talk to y'all on the next one.